You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Well, it's exactly now uh, 25 minutes uh, to 9 o'clock. I want to welcome the listeners again of Radio al International, our wonderful listeners of uh, Sirius FM and our wonderful listeners of Merkaz Sahaba, uh, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Remember, our WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132. International Overseas Listeners, plus 27 84786-3132. And listen, he's saying, Ustad, a few months ago, I googled how many Jews were killed in Nazi Germany. I got an answer, 1.3 million. Yesterday, when I googled again, the answer has been changed. It was changed last month to match there. It says, Hadbara. It now says 6 million Jews. They are changing the truth, Ustad. 100% the 6 million, you must remember, the word is Hasbara. Hasbara means the propaganda of the Jutlas, the Zionists, and so forth. All that are big lies. You must remember, maximum 1 million, 1.3 million, and others have suggested even less than that, you must remember. Therefore, we reject it and refute it. All this Holocaust, 6 million, one big fat lie and fabrication. What is 6 million? Is the Palestinians today are in the diaspora, and each one of them need to come back. All these haram is coming from America, Europe, and South Africa, and where and there. So what they got to do with Palestine and occupied Palestine, nothing. And these people, six million, seven million of them are outside. Hitler, you must remember, organized jobs and work for people in two years, six million. That was some a great achievement. So they could not see that. So therefore, they said that Hitler killed six million Jutlas. He did very good to a great extent, Hitler. So he did the world a favor, you must remember. You can quote me anywhere in the world. So he did the world a big favor of showing them that I'm dead against all this interest business with the Jutlas and the Zionist banks are charging people. I'm dead against all this homosexuality and backdoor business of the gays, and I'm dead against the pornography and so forth. So these were also some of the reasons why he sorted the Jutlas out and the Jews out. So for that, we must give him credit. Other things he did wrong, wrong is wrong, and right is right. So remember, today, they manipulate all these things. You must remember Jutlas, you must remember the biggest liars, murderers of prophets and messengers and baby killers there. So is it permissible to start to negotiate price of an item from a seller? Who start? As long as it's willing buyer, willing seller, and so forth. But remember to put undue pressure on him and so forth. So that is not right. You must remember people are poor, and then you start intimidating them and tell them, no, I'll never come and buy by you, and that's wrong. So you want to buy, you buy. You don't want to buy, go buy, go buy, go buy, buy, goodbye, lay by, and so forth. So you, that you negotiating is okay. But to put pressure on them, that's wrong. You must remember that. And maybe they'll sell it to you because of circumstances. That's not right. So willing buyer, willing seller, Islam allows, and the merchandise itself must be permissible. One chap is selling videos, films and all. One chap is selling vape and, and you know, <laughs> the cigarettes and all. One chap is selling, you must remember that, the condoms and haram things and what and what. All he knows, everybody does, and commit zina, fornication, and adultery. So obviously that is not permissible then. Hmm. Somebody wants to know, Ustad, when can Tahajjud be read before Fajr? 
the latest will start. Remember, every second house has got the perpetual timetable. I was in Newcastle and I must stay in Dundee. So I must thank MP Mohammed Parak and his family. I must thank Hafiz Salim Dokrat, mashallah, and his family day in Dundee. And I must thank my brother Safwan Ayub and his family day in Dundee. So mashallah, these are the people, they go way out of there, you know, to make my life comfortable there and really go and they treat us like royalty actually. So Allah Ta'ala reward all of them and everybody else also, Hafiz Kala, his son Maulana Muhammad Kala and many, many other people. The point I want to make here is this. So now when I was there in Newcastle, Dundee, so if I ask them what time it is, you understand? So meaning that I want to know what time Subha Sadiq. So they show me the times there on the perpetual timetable. You must remember that. But you must remember two, three things. Most timetables I see nowadays when they say, for example, I'm just giving an example. They tell you, you must remember that that Sahari time ends. You must remember that at 3.30, for example. So that is precautionary time, for example, in our areas here. So the cutoff time will be 3.37, 3.38, around there. Not 3.30. So you must know that that is not the final time. So when you see the final time, Sehari ends, Suhoor ends, that's the time Tahajjud ends, and you can't be reading Tahajjud after that and reading the field Salat after that. That's not permissible. Somebody wants to know, we'll start from overseas. Dear Mufti Sab, my sister has a uh, incurable illness. Can you please give a wazifa for her to read Ustad? Remember that, they don't worry about that, the doctors and them put a lot of fear in you. One Kala, one mother, and from Durban, you must remember, she told me, you know what, the doctors told me I got one week, two weeks to live, and I must come again next week. I told her, Kala, you don't go there. They talk a lot of nonsense, you must remember that, and you must never take their medication also. They just want to make you a milking cow, you understand, because you got medical aid, and now they'll tell you in two weeks, three weeks time you're going to die and you must do this and just leave everything there now and leave everything in the hands of Almighty Allah and don't ever go back to them. I never said you mustn't go back to doctors. I'm saying for this particular case, they're telling her in two weeks, three weeks or four weeks she'll die. Since when you know when a person will die? <laughs> My personal experience, one chap told me doctor, suppose we are top shot doctor he told me you better be here this evening and that this person to be that person left for three, four years after that. So you must remember that people make a lot of nonsense stories also. So you must remember no person knows what will happen in the future. No person knows where he or she will pass away and so forth and so on. So don't come with the story that incurable and so if you don't know the doctor say I don't know. Don't say incurable and so forth so you must remember we got cure for everything but if death comes it will still come on the appointed time so read all these following verses surah number 21 chapter 21 verse number 83 
that Nabi Ayyub salam's dua he was sick for 17 18 years and he cried begged Almighty Allah this calamity disaster has afflicted me Ya Allah you are the most merciful one to show mercy Allah cured him completely Allah gave him everything doubled you must remember that whatever he lost and you must remember now you got worry, sorry, anxiety, the same surah, same chapter, surah 21, verse 87, la ilaha illa anta subhanak, inni kuntu minal dhalimeen, that the dua of Nabi Yunus, alayhi salatu salam, and third, all Allah commanded us, chapter 7, verse 180, walillahi asmaul husna, fadu'uhu biha, all Allah has wonderful, beautiful names, invoke and call all Almighty Allah by his beautiful names. Read Ya Salamu, Ya Salamu abundantly. Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu hadith in the marasil of Imam Abu Dawood and that is Dawu Mardakum Bisadaka. So you must now give our charity for the people on the Biwasik and so forth. Your father is very ill, your mother is very ill, so you the children do all this and tell him or her if they can read they did not go they're not in a coma also so what they should read and inshallah you read surah fatiha blow on them read it seven times hadith in bukhari sharif give out charity and in cash your kind to muslim non-muslim so all that you can do you must remember that and show give them positivity not negativity you're going to die and thus and thus and you've got incurable disease we reject all these things yeah. mm. Uh, I've got your brother, it says Anesh Palay. He says, good evening to you, Mulana Arafat and Mufti AK. What will be the age of the people who enter paradise, heaven? Anesh Palay from Glenwood, Durban, KwaZulu-Natal, Ustad. Thank you, my brother, Mr. Palay. When I was in primary school, I had a teacher in Heidelberg, Mr. Palay. He had like a double chin, you know. <laughs> I think he passed away, you understand? So I remember all my teachers also, Muslim and non-Muslim. So every teacher had a distinct feature, you know. So anyway, so Mr. Palay, first and foremost, before we speak of paradise, let us clarify two, three issues. Number one, if a person passes away, rejecting the article of faith of Islam, rejecting Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, rejecting the oneness of Almighty Allah, rejecting the Quran, any part of it. So such people are known as kuffar, as non-Muslim, and they are sane and mature. So chapter number 33, Surah Ahzab, verses 64-65, Almighty Allah states, Verily, Allah has cursed the non-Muslims and prepared for them the blazing fire, and they will dwell and stay there in the Jahannam hellfire forever and ever, eternal doom and gloom, no protector, no helper for them. People who ascribe, associate somebody, something to Almighty Allah, you have lingam or you have yoni, the male, female organ, or you have Ganeshi or you have this elephant, or you have that, you know, all this ganpati and the rats and the mice or whatever, or honeymoon, the monkey. So that is shirk. So you ascribe somebody, something to Almighty Allah, start saying Jesus is the son of God. So that is shirk. So people who commit shirk and polytheism, 
so all mighty Allah states chapter 4 verse 48 never will Allah forgive such people they land up in the hellfire then third one is Muslim people that were Muslim names they tell people they're Muslim but they only pay lip service to that in the heart there's nothing no faith no conviction so today you will find millions like that you must remember but Allah is the sole judge for them remember the one for shirk is chapter 4 verse 48 and the one for nifaq hypocrisy is chapter 4 verse 145 that people who die as hypocrites in their heart no iman no faith they will be dispatched to the lowest lowest dungeon and prison day in jahannam Allah protect us all so if a person is sane mature or a person is a minor then they will and, and he passes away with iman and islam that person so then he will enter paradise inshallah with the mercy grace benevolence of almighty Allah and we all will be 33 years old why 33 that is the prime of our life now I'm more than 60 mid 60s and more so you can feel that now everything is slowing down our walking our running our everything runs down you must remember way and tear but when you reach 33 then you're in the prime of your life mentally intellectually and everything else as well and then whatever age you want to desire to be in Jannah paradise you desire you will get it immediately my brother Mr. Pali Subhanallah I've got a, a, a sister who starts she says I'm a muallima in Newcastle I could actually feel the seniors in the pious wali of Allah's when you people were there who start and after Muftisab left on Sunday Newcastle is just not the same. I was crying so much, Ustad, because uh, all our Akabirin have passed away in Newcastle. We don't have anyone pious like you and Marhum Hazrat Mawlana Qasim Sema. Rahmatullah Ali, Mu'allima Ustad. Allah Jalla wala make us who saliheen. I love the pious people. Well, less to me, but we're not from the pious people. Wala Allah salaha. Allah make us from those people. Remember that. Yes, Newcastle produced great, great people, mashallah. Our Mawlana one example, Moana Ismail Salaji, Rahimamullah, he was our first graduate, seven students graduated, four passed away, when and when they had all this load shedding and corona and COVID and all this nonsense, there was no pandemic, remember that, it was a pandemic and a scamdemic, mm. and these Molvies and doctors who took you for a ride, you must name them and shame them and nail them, they sold you out, you must remember that, they told us, we're talking nonsense today, you can see everything who's talking nonsense so Mona Ismail Salaji Ispingobid said all this is all nonsense he went in the masjid and he said till it ends I will sit for etikaf Allah loved that action so much the time came for death and his demise in Fajr Salat he passed away in Sizda if a person normally passes away in Sizda Mujahid the Tabi'i the student of Abdullah bin Abbas passes away in Sizda in front of the Baytullah Kaaba Musharrafa, Sheikh Abdul Hamid Kish, the Waliullah of Cairo, Egypt, passes away in Sizda. Then normally you will fall down. He, Mona Ismail Salaji, Rahimahullah, remained in Sizda. After Salat, people shook him. They thought maybe he fell asleep. They realized one taqala ila rahmatillah. So these were the Uliyaullah, the people remember this. He came here one, two months just before his demise and he told me, please, you must play 
the one Nazam of Nabi Sallallahu Hijra to Madina Munawwara. I said, where is it? He then told his friend there that sent it to me and we play it now and then. So we must remember this. These are the real awliya Allah. So Allah Ta'ala protect all our Darulums. Allah Ameen. Ta'ala grant our Mawqasim Sema. I brought back the two books from Newcastle and gave it to Mona Arafat this morning. <laughs> the report back and Mawqasim Sema's life history and so forth. So Allah Ta'ala grant our Mona Ismail Aku and the whole Aku family and all the teachers and all of them there Darulum. Inshallah Khair Barakah and Kabbarani Mautul Kubara. That the real seniors have passed away so the juniors have become the seniors now. So that is how you say in Arabic you must remember. So anyway whoever is trying to do in the field of Dawud and Tabligh in the field of Khanka in the field of Tadris Darulum we must make dua for all of them and Allah Jalla accept them. Allah Ta'ala accept you Mu'allima good sign when people cry. Remember that's a sign of ikhlas and qabuliyat and acceptance. Allah Ta'ala bless all of you. Ameen. I felt happy you know that opening Riyadu Salihin there and <laughs> teaching the students there. So it was a good honor for me as well that you know normally I'm teaching here but I can't see anybody. Not that I saw you but I had some people there Mona Kala was there and some other people coming in and out and so forth. So anyway it was a good experience. Taqabbalallahu minna wa minkum al-a'mal. Allah accept our good deeds and your good deeds as well. Amin, 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 Thumma, Amin. Somebody says, Ustad, what is the Sharia ruling for attending Islamic fairs wherein much intermingling of the sexes take place? Many people go to such fairs with their families to have a good time. However, many people, especially the youth, do not dress modestly there. It's December, Ustad. All haram, you must remember that for non-Muslims march very good. Let them march in their 100,000 again, Richie Rich Sunak, you must remember the worst president, worst prime minister in Britain history. Today they sent me a graph from the UK and they got all the prime ministers. His name is right at the bottom. You must remember one of the worst prime ministers. So Richie Rich. So you keep on marching against him and marching against Biden and that non-Muslim. They do this fine. You Muslims is haram for you to march. See, you got men and women all mixed up. Half of them don't wear even a scarf. You're missing salat and you're screaming and it's permissible all that. Every action they is haram, you must remember that. And you will get these scholars for dollars. They just want to be on TV. Their name is not Yu'minuna bil Ghaib, to believe in the unseen. Their name is Yu'minuna bil Jaib. That they want just money. So you must remember that. All these Molvis, Muftis, Mufatiyas come on TV and that to read Salat behind them also mm. is not permissible. You must remember that. They're committing Kabira, Kabira, major, major sins. And not only that, but they're proud about it. Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's authentic hadith open Mishkat Sharif and various compilations. Kullu ummati mu'afan illa al-mujahirun illa al-mujahirin Both ways you can read it. My ummah will be forgiven except those who commit major major sins openly and they're justifying it also. So 100% this hadith is applicable for this. Not permissible. A to Z everything haram there. So Ustad, what do we read daily if we have a fear for the punishment in the Qabr Ustad? Always read the Quranic verse, Surah 2, verse 201. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana. Oh, beloved Allah, grant us goodness in this worldly life. Wa fil akhirati hasana. Grant us entry into Jannat al-Firdaus directly. 
النار, and Ya Allah save us from the punishment of the fire so the most comprehensive dua this is chapter 2 and verse 201 learn it by heart it teach it to your children and your students and young young children also everyone should learn that dua Ustad, is it permissible to bring small girls to the masjid? Ustad? You can't even bring small, small boys, you must remember that. So if the boy is five, six, seven years old, they know how to behave themselves and so forth, then it's permissible. You bring small, small boys, small, small girls, two, three, four, five years old, they're running around and making noise there and all that. It's not permissible. The hadith is mentioned, remember, in Ibn Majah, and the hadith is mentioned in Maqasid Hasana. What are the words? Don't allow that mad people, insane people to come to the masjid and small, small children to come to the masjid. People say the hadith is weak in Ibn Majah. Go open Maqasid Hasana, Al Maqasid Al Hasana. Allama Sakhawi, Rahimullah, the Salafis, they made tahqiq of it. And under this hadith there, they wrote hadith on Hassan. It's a good hadith, you must remember that. Therefore, you trustees and you youngsters, and so you trustees and imams and the youth who are even the communal committee and so, you must have laws, you must put big, big boards there. No children allowed here and no insane people and coming to make noise here. Just today, I made announcements all the time before my tafsir. I went for the Suleiman and myself went for Zohar Salat. So as soon as I enter the masjid, I see people right in the last surf. There's ample place right in front. You must remember that, but our chaps, you know, I don't know what's wrong with them. They stand in the last surf to read the sunnahs. They're obstructing me, obstructing other people, and now we have to walk in front of them. So after the first salat and dua, I said, brothers, there's a hadith I want to teach you. Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Khairu sufu fi rijal the best surf for the men is the one right in front the worst surf for the men is right at the back you're coming early but you're reading right at the back your sunnah you're causing us inconvenience and is a sign of nifaq and hypocrisy when they stand up for salat they stand up lazily understand right at the back so last one in first one out or quick exit that is not the Muslim way Muslim way, you must fill up the sufuf, the rows, from front, the first row, second row, third row. Learn to fulfill our duty with beauty. Mm. That I mentioned this also. Fulfill our duty with beauty. So that is there. So we must know. We see that dates are also wrong, the Islamic dates. And the times are also wrong of Subhasadik and so forth. So we must have two, three people who are responsible and so forth. Not Mufatiya sitting there and saying they the imam or saying they the trustee and so forth all these things there one day our imam in one masjid yeah not imam the muazzin he wrote 31st of the month in islam you get 29 and 30 now he's a malawi bichara he doesn't know so i asked him what you think we got the leap month here or something like the kufar they have february 
So we must sure as Allah's house, it must be in month condition, immaculate condition, and everything must be tipped up there, not just <laughs> a latash job, hit and run job, and that Islam don't accept it. <laughs> Usa, just before quickly we go for our uh, interval, uh, it says, Assalamu alaikum, dear respected Mufti Sahib. I am currently a practicing attorney, and I have the following concerns, which I would appreciate if you would advise me on. Am I allowed to draw an un-Islamic will for a non-Muslim client to start? Remember, my brother, attorney, first we thank you, you being honest and so forth, so we, we appreciate your honesty. Second one is this, that you, if you're going to draw up an un-Islamic will for a Muslim, then you are an accomplice in a major, major crime. You as an attorney, as an advocate, as a lawyer, call yourself, you understand, barrister, whatever, Always remember these verses, and you must go check it up, attorney. Surah 4, Surah Nisa, and verses 13, 14. If you do things properly, that is the supreme success. And you do things against Almighty Allah and Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. See the repercussions and consequences. Chapter 4, verse 14. And this is to do with inheritance. When you disobey Almighty Allah, Mustafa, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa you go beyond the limits. Allah dispatches that person to hellfire. He stays there forever for a very long time. If he died with Iman, then one day he will come out. For him is a humiliating punishment. So for Muslim, definitely haram. If you're doing it for non-Muslim, so tell him our Islamic law is thus and so forth but still our advice to you you should not draw it up why even for him a non-muslim Tom Dick and Mary also Quran says Surah 5 verse 2 that you do not cooperate in sin and transgression if you do so your income will become tainted polluted so that is my advice to you Master Wakil Master Attorney <laughs> so that is what we will tell you one minute after nine don't go away my wonderful listeners we will be back shortly inshallah